One of my favorite ways to unwind is by playing a game on my phone while I relax on the couch. And June's Journey is my new favorite as it combines several of my favorite things, finding hidden items, decor and design, and solving a murder. In June's Journey, you dive into June's captivating quest to uncover a scandalous hidden family secret while discovering the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. As you uncover clues, you also get to build your own island estate with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. You get to collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. You get to chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. So can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, hello, the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And it's Sadie's night. And I'm wearing a fancy shirt in honor of it. If you can come on over to YouTube and see my fancy shirt. I've got ruffle sleeves, flowers, hood. (laughs) (laughs) That's very cute. (laughs) I'm distracted by my own shirt, but I'll wrap it up about the shirt and let Sadie tell us a terrible tale of murder. Tonight, I'm going to tell you the mysterious disappearance of Patty Blow, Renee Brule, and Ann Miller. Oh, boy. On July 2nd, 1966, three friends, 19-year-olds Patty Blow and Renee Brule, and 21-year-old Ann Miller, arrived at the Indiana Dunes State Park, which is mm. now known as the Indiana State Dunes National Shoreline. <gasps> this is a... I live right next to this, you guys. This is a hometown for me. I've never heard of this. I was uh, poking around somewhere online, and they were talking about the uh, Lake Michigan Triangle. Mm. Have you heard? Nope. And so I was like, ooh, I'm going to do a Lake Michigan Triangle. Turns out it's a rectangle. Turns out it's not actually anything. It's just somebody... (laughs) wrote a book uh, about the Lake Michigan Triangle at the same time, like right after the Bermuda Triangle came out and became uh-huh. such a smash. So somebody uh-huh. else wanted to like do the same thing. Wanted but, to hop on the trend of water that eats things. Things, and right. Ships and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lake Michigan will suck a damn boat down and a person. Sure. She and we're going to talk hungry. about that. Yes. She's hungry. She's a, but it's all like, it's not, there's nothing supernatural about it it's just a bitch yeah yeah Yeah. it's a very very dangerous body of water be warned yes yes okay so anyway while i was looking into the lake michigan rectangle or triangle i came across this story crazy uh so the three were heading to the state park at around 10 a.m those who saw the friends that day described them as cheerful chatting with each other smiling and laughing They hiked to a spot approximately 100 yards from the Lake Michigan shoreline, where they left their belongings. Around noon, a couple who was also on the beach witnessed the three women enter the water. Soon after, they watched as they started talking to a man who was operating a, quote, 14 to 16 foot white boat with a blue interior and an outboard motor. Mm Mm-hmm. After chatting for a few minutes, the women got onto the boat, which then started up and headed west. Hours would pass, and when the couple packed up for the day and started walking back to the parking lot, they noticed the women's belongings were still where they had left them. Uh, don't get on strange boats. <laughs> Worried, the couple alerted park rangers at their station. The ranger who went to investigate first assumed that the women decided to go on a moonlight boat ride which wasn't unusual, and would be back for their stuff later, so he took their items to the office for safekeeping. Mm-hmm. Because it was the 4th of July weekend, the beach was very busy, and Patty, Renee, and Anne were temporarily forgotten. It wasn't until Patty's father, Harold, called the ranger station on July 5th 
to ask if the women had been there, that the rangers remembered that they had collected the women's belongings, which were still at the station. Oh, no. God. I know. Patty's father told the ranger that they hadn't made it home after what was supposed to be a quick day trip. The ranger found Anne's Buick still in the parking lot. Her car keys were with her belongings at the station. Inside the car, they found items of women's clothing and other personal effects, but nothing of interest. Mm-hmm. There was no sign that the women had returned to the beach after their boat trip. Concerned, the park rangers contacted other law enforcement agencies, including the United States Coast Guard, and a search for the missing friends finally began on July 5th, three days after the women disappeared. Mm-hmm. So Patty and Renee had been friends since high school and lived in the suburbs of Chicago. They met Anne at the horse stables where all three women kept horses. Patty and Renee both enjoyed Anne's company and the three became good friends. Patty worked as a secretary for six months for the Sears and Roebuck company after graduating high school and it's said she spent her summers in Wisconsin at her parents' lake cottage becoming an expert swimmer. Mm-hmm. This all feels like so my life. <laughs> yeah, well, and like I don't know, just so sixties, like so it's so 60s. midwestern sixties yes. lake life. Yep. Yeah. So, despite loving the water, her true love was her horses. Just before her disappearance, her prize horse Hank had won mm. a race in Winnipeg, Canada. All horses so, should be named Hank. All horses. Really? <laughs> I, I think hereby everything. decree. <laughs> All horses should be named Hank. It doesn't make sense to name a horse anything but Hank. Male, female, Hank. So sweet. Pigs, goats. I mean, pretty much everything should just be named Hank. Yeah, but horses, always Hank. Always. (laughs) No no arguing with me about it. Uh, The win had happened so recently that Patty hadn't even had time to collect her winnings, which totaled around $900, which would be about $8,000 today. Whoa, whoa. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Inflation, inflation gets dude. me every time. <laughs> wow. And, and as as of like three months ago, it would be $10,500. $250,000. Right. Wow. Yeah. So after graduation, Renee married her high school sweetheart and completed a one-year medical technology training at her local college. She and Patty would spend their weekends together at the stables with their horses, where they met Anne, who worked at the stable, exercising the horses. The three became fast friends. Mm -hmm. Authorities learned that on the day they disappeared, Anne left her home at 8 a.m. to pick up her two friends to spend the day at the beach. It was going to be in the 90s that day, so they wanted to escape the heat. Anne and Patty had visited Lake Michigan the week prior and had enjoyed the visit enough to return, but this time they brought Renee along. Anne first went to Patty's home. Before she left, Patty told her mother that they would be back early that night because Renee wanted to be home in time to make dinner for her husband. After getting Renee, they drove to the beach, stopping at a drugstore on the way for suntan lotion. Which one of the articles said it was like $1.33, and I was like, God, that's expensive suntan lotion <laughs> in the 60s. No, <laughs> would be because that would equal $500. Uh, $250. I just did the math in my head real quick. $250. Right. Yeah. Suntan lotion is expensive. Weird, that's true. expensive. Anyway. Yeah. So while police searched through the women's belongings, they found Renee left her towel, shorts, blouse, cigarettes, Suntan lotion, the $250 suntan lotion, mm-hmm. 25 cents in her purse, which had about $55 in checks on the beach. So she left all of that on the beach. Yep. Of interest to police, they found an unsent letter in Renee's purse that she wrote to her husband saying she wanted to leave their marriage mm. be- because he spent too much time with friends, quote, working on hot rod cars. <laughs> This is the most 60s Midwestern story (laughs) possible. So much, yes. So much. So at first, police thought this could be a lead, but after talking to Renee's family and her husband, they believed the note was written in anger after a fight Renee had with her husband, but that she didn't really want to leave him. Mm -hmm. She was 21. Maybe she was 19. I think she was 19. Yeah. And yeah. The other two friends also left their purses, towels, and shoes behind. It seemed like they fully planned to return after a short boat ride. Of course. 
Because of the heat and the fact that it was a holiday weekend, almost 9,000 visitors were at the beach the day the friends disappeared. Yeah, it is the biggest holiday, 4th of yes. July around here. Forget about it. Yeah, People go down at like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning to stake out their spot on the beach and like set up all the chairs before and then the family comes down later but it's so busy yeah it's actually kind of shocking i mean it's not once you go for the first time but having not grown up going you know it's so beautiful but people go free for all Yeah. yeah so multiple witnesses came forward with the same story of patty renee and anne getting on a boat with a man who is described as being in his mid to late 20s with a tan complexion and wavy dark hair he was said to be wearing a beach jacket, which I meant to look up to see what that is exactly. Is it like a robe? I am unfamiliar with beach jacket. I'm intrigued so, by beach jacket. Though. For those that watch on YouTube, I'll find a picture. I'll post it right now. What could it um, possibly be? Like some sort of like gauzy. Here, maybe I'll look. I should have. I meant to look. I just forgot. Let me look it up real quick. Oh, I just want to use my imagination. Tell like me what a, you yeah, think. Yeah, like a smoking robe, like a smoking jacket, uh, some sort of cropped kind of camouflage jacket made out of a gauzy material. Why would you need a jacket on the beach? Maybe you put your stuff in it, like it's a vest with pockets, like a utility vest. Um, so that's showing me like a... What are those called? Like the members only type of jacket? Why would it be a beach jacket? I don't know. They're showing me lots Probably of Probably because sand doesn't stick to it. Because sand doesn't stick to it. That's what my <laughs> final answer. It's like windbreaker sand. material. It <laughs> <laughs> flies right off of it. Interesting. Beach jacket. Beach I need, jacket. I need more information. Yeah. So otherwise, <clears throat> other eyewitnesses came forward saying they had also seen the women, but later in the day. Witnesses said they saw the friends eating on the beach and walking the dunes. The earlier sightings were believed to be more reliable, but police couldn't rule out the possibility the trio had returned later in the day. Someone who had been filming home movies on the beach that day turned them over to police, hoping it would produce more leads. Early CCTV! (laughs) I know. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Uh, The video showed two boats that may have been the ones the women boarded. One was a 16 to 18 foot long trimaran runabout with a three-hold design driven by a man that fit the eyewitness's description. Hmm. Three women can be seen in the boat as well, matching the friend's description, the missing friends. Mm -hmm. Then, three hours after the women were seen leaving the beach, a second boat a 26 to 28 foot long Trojan cabin cruiser can be seen with three men aboard along with three women matching Anne, Patty and Renee's description. Dang it. So the larger boat had what looked like a radio telephone antenna on it, but it did not have a visible name painted on the side, making it much harder to identify. Mm -hmm. The footage was shot far away from the shoreline and was grainy, so it was hard to be sure if it was the missing women they saw in the video. But after watching the footage, investigators believed it was possible that after boarding the smaller boat and leaving the beach for a few hours, the women may have been dropped back off on the beach by the driver of the smaller boat while he drove back to retrieve two male friends and their cabin cruiser. (laughs) That is actually totally feasible something that happens yeah a hundred percent yes people park their boats jump from boat to boat 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 yes right totally could happen so yeah this one dude gave him a little lake tour said hey yep i've got friends with a bigger boat yeah i'm gonna go get him i'll come back and get you in a little bit yeah they've got the beer let's go over there You'll all be very surprised to learn that Midwesterners fucking love boats. They love, love boat. boats. <laughs> love Cannot a get enough. <laughs> I don't love boats. I'm not on team boat. And you know why? Wind. I fucking hate wind. <laughs> totally. And boats produce maximum Lots wind. I have, yeah. Pontoon, yes. 100% all day, all night. A flat thing on the water with <laughs> margarita. Yes. Sign me up. All other boats, get me out of here. <laughs> especially all day you have to talk to these people all day Mm -hmm. like 
I watch girls get on boats with strangers. I'm like, you better hope that you like them because you're going to have to have a conversation with them all day. Right. Period. Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> yes. watch them like shotgun beers all day. Yes, and play their music selection. Mm-hmm. What are these? Yeah. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. You don't know. You don't know. <laughs> it's the 60s. <laughs> How do you play music on the boat in the 60s? I don't know. Radios? Mm-hmm. radios. Do radios exist? One of the girls, <laughs> I didn't, I guess I didn't, yeah, right? Color radios? Uh, one of the girls brought a radio and left it behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Um, so let's see. Color radios? Because <laughs> it's the 60s. Oh, I'm just thinking because you were making a joke about color TV, but you I was. See- Okay. I know. <laughs> okay. okay, good. Good. I was. Uh, now listening to this music in color. <laughs> Best joke ever. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> just, with it. just take that joke I, as far I as am. you can. I'm going I'm to pitch it to some radio companies. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> RAC. What are, I'm trying to think of radio makers <laughs> stop stop all your head <laughs> oh all right so the girls maybe got rca back. it was rca <laughs> took me a minute anyway sorry sorry okay. sorry moving on that's okay <laughs> all right so witnesses including a lifeguard and an indiana lawyer told detectives that they had seen three women climb aboard the larger boat with three men so there was some mm-hmm. eyewitness accounts to back up the video got it at the time, the Coast Guard estimated there were five to 6,000 boats in the water between Chicago and the Dunes State Park that yep. day. So yep. finding the boat the women had left on would be nearly impossible unless someone came forward saying they had been with the women that day. Yep. So despite an exhaustive search of the lake and the lake shore, they searched the shoreline going all the way to Michigan City. So the searchers started at the dunes yep. and went all the way down to Michigan City, which they're not close together. So far. Yeah. Yeah, it's 20 minutes by car. So however long it takes to walk that, that's fucking far. The women were never found, and the men they might have been with never came forward. Ah, what? I know. The search included talking to nearby residents and checking hundreds of cabins and outbuildings, but no one in the area had witnessed the missing friends or saw anything suspicious. Damn it. So a few days after the search for the three friends began, debris from a possible boat wreck was discovered near the Bailey Generating Station of Northern Indiana Public Service Company on Lake Mm -hmm. Michigan. Mm -hmm. The Coast Guard inspected reports, but they found no one who had reported a missing boat other than, and other than Patty, Ann, and Renee, no one else had gone missing that day. What the heck? An air patrol of the area was ordered, but no more debris was found, and there was still no trace of the three women. So divers were also sent to search the water around the wreckage, but they found nothing of interest. As word spread about the missing women, people from Michigan, Wisconsin, Indiana, and Chicago called police to say they had seen them after the disappearance on July 2nd, but none of these sightings could be confirmed. Mm-hmm. And I get the impression that the, I mean, from even the pictures I've seen that they were like young, pretty girls, mm-hmm. but there wasn't anything like um, easily identified. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, oh, yeah, we saw three friends on a bus. Yeah. You know, three but a, brunette, young yeah. brunette women. Yep. Yep. After searching for more than a week, authorities felt confident that alive or dead, the three friends were not at the beach or in the lake. This meant they had either become the victims of foul play and had been taken against their will, or they had run away on their own. Like one of the articles I read was the sheriff was like, we're expecting, I mean, as, as awful as it sounds like it now is the time that their bodies would come ashore. Yep. And so we're just sort of now waiting, waiting. for that to happen. Right. Because this is the time where there would be enough decomposition, and, you know, yep. yeah, awful, yep. awful, but that never happened. God. So as their case went cold, rumors about their disappearance started to spread. The most popular theory of what happened to the friends was that they had simply drowned. Mm -hmm. Despite the fact that all three women were known as strong swimmers, Lake Michigan is a true beast and can be very dangerous. Very. 
statistically more victims drown at Lake Michigan in a year than the other four lakes combined. Totally. Lake Michigan's rip currents and cold waters are surprisingly deadly. But it's not all, I don't know, I mean, maybe, I don't know if there's any cases of three women drowning, you know, like sometimes there's one person goes in and another person tries to help them, but the odds of all three of them drowning mm-hmm. sounds very low. Very. Well, and that, I mean, I think even if all three of them did drowned, one of their bodies, and we'll, I'll talk about it more later, but like one of their bodies would have come yes. to the shore. And somebody who would have, who was with them would have called the coast guard they would have right. said something exactly. about it yes <laughs> right like First if they got on a boat yeah yes that person on the boat unless yep. they any you know yes yes so if they had accidentally drowned yeah that i think we would have figured that out by now is my guess yes. unless i mean i'm sure that there is some slim possibility that they three they had an accidental drowning the people with them Nobody drowned. it was just like <laughs> yeah there was like, no missing boat like no, there, I guess that could happen, but it doesn't seem likely. Uh, yeah, it's, th- it's not that big of a lake. No. But if the three had drowned, it's very likely, uh, uh, well, just what we talked about, at least one, if not all three bodies would have been found. Not to mention that large searches were conducted by planes spanning most of the lower part of the lake looking for the women's bodies, but they never mm-hmm. surfaced. So for m- even months later, and I'm going to talk about it more at the end, but Patty's dad, who was a pilot, Mm-hmm. just couldn't stop searching so he'd take his plane out and search and search and search and search one of the girls was wearing a bright yellow bathing suit and he was looking for that yeah um and just they never they never showed Ugh, up so eerie yeah so some believed that both Anne and patty were pregnant at the time of their mm. disappearance whoa supposedly Anne had told friends that she was about three months pregnant and that the father of the baby was married patty was known to have a so that was Anne, and now patty was known to have a boyfriend who is an ex-convict and a rodeo cowboy oh god (laughs) this just gets more and more 60s midwestern sounds so hot Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would i would have an affair with that person oh no question no question yes 19 and yes yes dating the ex-convict rodeo cowboy come on yes at the time of her disappearance, her boyfriend was in California. He admitted to police that they had been romantic, but denied she was pregnant. Not like she would tell him anyway. Yeah. Not necessarily. Right. So because this was before Roe v. Wade, some believe the three went to the beach to meet up with someone who was willing to provide an abortion to one or both of the friends on their boat. Dirty dancing. That's intense. <laughs> right? That's intense. But, I mean, who knows? You never know. You never Maybe. know. Yeah. So those that believe this theory say that something could have gone wrong during the procedure and that all three women were killed so they wouldn't go to the police and turn the men in who did the procedure. Right. That's a stretch, but maybe. Yeah. So a man named Ralph Largo Jr., who admitted to being on the beach that day, matched the unknown man seen with the missing women on the boat. His aunt and uncle, Helen and Frank Largo, performed illegal abortions at the time. Mm. But no connection between them and the missing women was ever found. Whoa. Also, and this is sort of my own notes. Yeah. If this theory were true, wouldn't all three women want to have their clothing? Like, right. especially the one who was getting the procedure. Right. They entered the boat by getting into more than waist deep water. Yep. Would someone who just had an abortion want to get back into her wet bathing suit, get back on a boat if she'd right. left it, and then have to swim back to the beach after having the medical procedure done? Right. Not to mention the heat, the sand, the long walk back through the dunes to get to yeah. the car. It just seems like there's way easier ways yeah. to have an abortion done, even if a boat was needed to get there. Right. Like, yeah. even if they did a boat abortion, they they could go to a dock where the boat right. could go to the dock, you know, like, and get on the boat yes. and go yes. away. Yes, maybe at the dock. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, pick you up on an extremely crowded beach. Yeah, on 4th of July weekend. Stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not bring anything that I might need to be slightly right. more comfortable. Right. That's kind of, that's pretty rude. It's pretty rude, <laughs> that mm-hmm. illegal abortion doctor, if that's the case. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So I think no. Not, Good points. Not even for a yeah. second. Good points. Another possible lead was the connection all three women had to the tricolor stables in Palatine, Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's possible that Patricia and Anne had connections or knew people in the, quote, criminal horse market. <gasps> now we're talking again. I know. Yes. And actually, the criminal horse market is deep. <laughs> yes. Some dangerous shit, man. Yeah. Weirdly. No, it's dark. Shit, yeah. Shit's getting dark here in a sec. Yeah. Well, horses are rich people things, and rich people mm-hmm. things are get fucking dark. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And criminals take advantage of rich horse mm-hmm. people. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a great so way this... to hide money, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. For real. Uh, so this stable in particular was known for working with the, quote, horse syndicate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you guys, I loved horses when I was growing up. She was a horse I girl. I loved it. I rode them. I collected figurines. I loved horses. And I'm really kind of sad I never got into the criminal horse market. I know. What was that? What was that maritime term that we talked like the shark brigade or whatever? (laughs) Remember that from several stories ago? There's like the shark brigade that (laughs) reads like reviews all shark related attacks and they ruled it not shark. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I I encourage all children to join the criminal horse syndicate or the shark. What have we called brigade? I can't remember. I don't remember, but I, yeah. or I could be like the detective that focuses on breaking apart the horse syndicate. Yeah. Cause you have to ride a horse to do it. Cause you'd be Ooh, undercover. Yes. God. Be like sexy with my horse boots. Yeah. Your little cap, your little helmet, your little roundy <laughs> helmet. English. That's little right. whip. Little crop. <laughs> uh, so the horse syndicate uh, is a criminal network involving trainers, veterinarians, owners, and riders who would kill horses to collect mm. insurance money. Wow. And there's a lot of other bad shit that they did, but that was yes. like one of the main ways. Wow. Yeah. And even darker, in June of 1965, a year before our three friends disappeared, a woman named Cheryl Ann Rude, whose husband, George Jane, owned the stable. So Cheryl Ann, her husband, George, owned the stable that the girls had horses at, right? Yep. So Cheryl Ann was killed in a car bombing <gasps> when she went to move her husband's Cadillac. Uh-huh. This is 100% horse syndicate. 100%. Case closed. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> That's There's no I'm question. Saying. There's no question in no my mind. Question. No. So before the murder, George had entered into a bitter dispute with his brother Silas. Silas and George were bitter rivals, and Silas was also part of the horse syndicate. Mm-hmm. It's believed that Silas was responsible for putting a hit on his brother, but in 1997, another man was charged with the crime. So it took a very long time to get wow. to the bottom of, of Ruth Ann. Who did it? Mm-hmm. Cheryl wow. Ann, sorry, Cheryl Ann's murder. So four months before she went missing... Patty had a visible facial injury. Mm. When people asked what happened, she said she got it from, quote, syndicate horse people. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Case closed. Yep. An acquaintance of Patty's also told police that she had once said she planned to disappear and go where no one would find her. Mm. To make matters even more suspicious... George and Silas's phone numbers were discovered in the belongings left behind in Anne's car. I don't need to hear another word. I'm done. Like my mind is made up. Yep. So George Jane was ultimately murdered in 1970 when he was shot and killed on his son's 16th birthday. Oh God, people oh, just no. be kind. Just be up and up seriously oh uncle silas killing his brother on his nephew's birthday horses so fucked up Uh, silas was later convicted of his brother's murder after evidence showed he'd been the one to arrange the hit on his brother Mm. Mm. sometime following ann patty and renee's disappearance silas allegedly made a confession to a local sheriff saying that three bodies were buried on his land Mm. The sheriff took the claim seriously and started to make plans to search the property 
but died from an apparent farming accident before the search could take place. Horse syndicate goes deep. It runs deep. It gets yes. they are wrecking columbines, cutting brake lines, getting in silos. Yes, well, let me tell you even more. Yes. Oh, my God. So to make matters more suspicious, a known associate of Silas's, his name was Ed Neffield, was also charged in the death of George. What? Yep. So Ed was a police officer uh-huh. and was the go-between Silas and the hitman who killed George and probably know the, knew the sheriff, right? Yep. In the On farming the accident. On the payroll. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Hmm. Yes. So a few days after Patty, Renee, and Anne went missing. Oh, I for, even I just forgot about this part. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me everything. <laughs> okay. So not only is Ed a police officer <laughs> and probably killed a sheriff, allegedly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, so after the, the, the three friends went missing, Ed submitted an insurance claim for a boat he owned that was destroyed in an accidental fire. Mm-hmm. Bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. So police say they looked into the women's connections to Silas and the horse syndicate, but never found any evidence to connect him to their disappearance. Yeah, because the cop right under the rug. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about those files. Don't worry no. about all those like myriad connections between these ladies and this guy. No. That son of a bitch. I know. I found this really... A thorough, well done article in the 80s about mm-hmm. this case in the Chicago Tribune. And they covered all of all sorts of different theories. They yeah. didn't touch, they did not even get close mm. to the horse syndicate. It's a mob town, babe. That's why I all the know. mayors have gone to jail for the last like 50 <laughs> years. The mob runs Chicago, runs yes. the whole area. Supper clubs are all up in their supper clubs, riding on their boats. Totally. In Michigan City, they got fucking houses that are quote-unquote like shaped like guns because the mobsters is where they <laughs> have their right. beach you know their yes. summer homes and yeah super mobby and lots yeah. of um supreme court judges well too were from here uh-oh are judges they part of the and, horse syndicate yes 100 percent uh so silas died in 1987 but is still considered a suspect in the disappearance of a different woman 66 mm-hmm. year old helen brock Helen became a multimillionaire when she married into the E.J. Brock and Sons Candy Company. Cute. So she disappeared on February 17th, 1977. And it's believed she may have been killed after unknowingly getting involved with the horse syndicate. Mm. Silas was known to target wealthy middle-aged or older women with little knowledge of the horse business who had recently been widowed or divorced. Mm-hmm. He would then sell horses to these women for much, much more than they were worth. Before Helen disappeared, she had an appraiser come to the stable to look at some horses she wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. The appraiser told her not to. So she had already bought some horses from Silas. And yep. then he was like, here, come buy more. The appraiser came and said, no way. These are not worth And not only should you not buy these horses, those horses aren't worth near as much as you paid for them. Right. Yep. Yep, it's possible she was then alerted to the scam and was planning to turn Silas and his associates in. Damn it. Helen has never been found and was declared legally dead in May of 1984. Son of a bitch. I know. Other than his brother's murder, Silas was never charged for any of these other crimes, including the disappearance of Anne, Patty, and Renee. Mm-hmm. So I think it's possible maybe the girls saw... The, some, they knew something about the car bombing. Yep. They learned too much about the horse syndicate. Yep. I mean, who knows? But it just yep. seems very likely that this organized crime business. Yep. That they were brushing right up against. Yes. Yeah. Patty coming home. And it was either the rodeo cowboy, who's also probably part of the syndicate. Right. Like giving her a black eye or but yep. something happened. Yeah. They, yep. they ran. They set it up so that they would be there with a boat to pick up the girls or it was just like a perfect coincidence that they ran into the girls on the beach and they got on their boat because that's what 19 year old girls do and it didn't go well yep yep 100 percent. yes yep especially so, around here that's just the, that's just the kind <laughs> of it's just the kind of way it is out here yeah 
It's still it's still kind of locked in the 60s, which is what I like about it. Not much has changed since then, and it's still very, you know, it's a beach community. It's an, it's like, it is just like dirty dancing. Like, it's mm-hmm. just very, it really is. you know, like stuck in time, and there's a really specific culture, and it's like kind of rough and super fun and boats and drinking and lake and tons of horses too. I live right next to a horse stable. <laughs> horse syndicate, Courtney. Yeah. I have actually heard shady stories about that stable. The one who owns it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> now that I don't get too close. It. Don't yeah. get too close. Like borderlining legal stuff. So that's right. Better cut this out. Allegedly. I've heard those things about her. <laughs> Uh, so now that nearly 60 years has passed, it's like unlikely we'll ever know what happened to their yeah. the three friends that day. Oof. No matter what caused these women to go missing, it's important to note how dangerous Lake Michigan really is. Yes. For those who may not realize, the Great Lakes are truly, quote, great. <laughs> I mean, they're yes. huge. Humongous. I cannot shake my head hard enough for anybody who's planning to visit a Great Lake, especially Lake Michigan. Don't go in it. Don't do it, guys. God, I cannot stress it strongly enough. No, no. And if the water is acting crazy, stay out. Yes. Yeah, I was, I've been thinking about it, uh, that a lot, like letting the boys swim in Lake yeah. Michigan when we visit and uh, just how much more careful I'll be. <laughs> like, yeah. really fully understanding the few times I've gone in and, like, been, you just get pulled away. It's wild. You'd... So fast. Yes. Yeah. And luckily, you're with people who know what to look for. It's really specific. You can tell what the water's doing when it's doing the wrong thing. And people will alert each other on the beach. They'll be like, mm-hmm. today is not the day, guys. Like, yeah. you know, and getting in up to your hips, your waist, or whatever is fine. Don't, you know, don't go past like the sandbar and stuff, but people just swim on out. People get out in their boats and drive, dive in. And like my friend's son died off of a boat just a couple years ago. It's mm-hmm. like constant. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. And like the public beach, there's a, like a pier where the lighthouse is. And so there's a long wall that goes out to where the lighthouse is and kids get caught up against that thing all the fucking time. Yeah, it's just was... devastating. The one big thing, you know, all of the articles I read was like, do not swim anywhere near ever those out structures. Like, don't go any, anywhere near them. You will get trapped. Yeah, because you get yeah. stuck up against it, sucked underneath it, mm-hmm. and you can't get out. Yep. yep, it's so sad. So sad. Yep. So they the the lakes can be properly referred to as inland seas, mm-hmm. and though the water is fresh, they have the same hazards as the ocean. Yep. And I think that's the other thing. People are like, oh, it's a lake. I'm, I'll be fine. Nope. I can't go anywhere. Yeah, it's got a tide. Mm-hmm. It's wind tide, but there mm-hmm. is a tide and rip currents just like the ocean. Yeah. And they're more, they're less predictable because it's based on the weather and not on the moon. So it's not like, you know, you kind of know, understand the strength of the ocean for the most part. Like the lake, it turns on a dime. It could completely change. And you get Midwestern weather out here. Fucking thunderstorms and hurricanes and tornadoes mm-hmm. not hurricanes tornadoes and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah well i guess we do get affected by hurricanes but right yeah yeah so the sudden storms rapidly changing conditions and hidden obstructions have claimed mm. their share of planes boats and people's lives yep it's estimated that nearly three hundred thousand people have died in lake michigan alone mm, and I nearly ten thousand ships have sunk into the lake well, see that just so. Uh, uh-uh. no, nope. ten thousand. <sighs> that is yep. so bizarre. Yeah, and back in the day, it was like a, it was a super, like shipping lane. Basically, they used yeah. it all the time yeah. to get ship places. You know, yeah, around the Midwest, between like Canada and yeah, yeah, like totally. coal and iron ore, mm-hmm. and so we're talking big ships too, not just yep. like little dinghies. But yep, in the oh. in the lake sunk into the bottom <laughs> nope 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 i have a severe fear of water and that's exactly why no no yeah do what so you because... want with like walking home alone at night and keeping your windows <laughs> unlocked all that kind of stuff i'm not a huge advocate for that level of safety but don't get in the water get out of the water <laughs> it's spooky there's animals uh, uh, ships it's gonna get you take you down get out of there right. yeah yeah, and something interesting about, I didn't really think about Lake Michigan, but one of the reasons it's so dangerous is because of the way that the it's shaped. So the shores mm. run 307 miles in, in mm. either direction. 
and they're parallel. So it's basically like a wind tunnel lake. Yep. Which causes unique wave shapes. Yep. And that contributes to the deadly riptides. Yep. Yeah, because once they get you, they just go, like you can watch them go. They go so fast down the coast. Mm -hmm. So you just get completely sucked away. Yeah, for 307 miles until you get to the other end of it. Mm -mm. Stay out of the water. Stay out of the water. Don't do it. Yeah. So storms can also... It's lovely. Get out of it. (laughs) Yeah. worth it. Mm -mm. Storms can also produce massive waves that can easily take out ships, not to mention knock over unsuspecting swimmers or beachcombers. I'm going to pass out. So in 2021, there were 98 Great Lake drownings in just that year. 47 of those happened in Lake Michigan. Yep. More than half. Yep. It's constant. Yep. So we'll bring it back around to the girls. Yes. Uh, Patty's father, Harold, was never able to stop searching for his daughter. Ugh. God. Being a pilot himself, he spent years flying over the area where his daughter went missing, taking aerial pictures, and then looking through them carefully, hoping to see something that would lead to his daughter and her friends. Devastating. He told reporters in 1986, 20 years after Patty went missing, quote, if I can find one small fact that will be of use to the police. In my heart, I believe this was an abduction. My daughter is a regular reader of the newspapers. If she were free to move, she would have read newspaper accounts of the search for her and her friends, and she would have come home. Yep. He also told them, quote, if she were running away, she would have taken more clothing and her contact lenses, her cosmetics case, and the keys for her car. Besides, she was completely wrapped up in her horse. She would not have walked out on Hank. Oh, come on. I I know. Unfortunately, Harold will never know what happened to Patty, Renee, or Anne. He died in 1987 at the age of 80 after retiring with his wife to Florida. Mm. And that's it. That's the story of (laughs) the Lake Michigan rectangle and the disappearance of Patty, Renee, and Anne. Somebody knows. Somebody in the horse syndicate. Somebody knows. Yeah, those girls didn't drown. No way. No. There's no way. And if the horse syndicate didn't do it, then they got on the boat with like 10 buddies. The wrong ten, people. Ted Bundy or something, you know. Like, totally. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely see you're drunk, you're hot. Like people act like lunatics. It's chaos down there. I could definitely see them getting on some boats with some the wrong dudes and things go south and they can't let the girls off the boat. And that's the end of that story. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody knows where they are. Yep. For yep. sure. Go get a bigger boat. Take them wherever you want. Yep. Oh, to go God. to Canada. Like it's. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thank you very much. And no. right here, you're like, drive an hour and you're in the middle of absolute nowhere. Drive six hours and you are literally in the middle. It's like Alaska, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so Seriously. remote. It's just too cold. Nobody lives up here. Yeah. You know? There's yeah. lots of wild spaces to dispose of young women, unfortunately. No. So I'm putting this in the list of things I want to know when I go to heaven. <laughs> Seriously, what do you guys think? What happened to them? Don't get involved with horse syndicates. That's for at a bare minimum. Stay out of the lake and stay away from the horses. <laughs> or stay, hang out with the horses. Stay away from the horse people. That's right. <laughs> God. Yeah. No thanks. No thank Mm-mm. you very much. Nope. I don't like it. I don't like things no. that I don't understand or don't have an answer to. Especially no. when they deal with bodies of water. Ugh. Yeah. I'm glad that this one sort of, it felt sort of wrapped up though, in my mind, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And there's nothing I'm more scared of than like a, a white Midwestern man. You know, they oh. just wheel. Oh, I just like... got like full <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Terrifying. And those of you who know, you know what I mean. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Southern white men, Appalachian white men, Midwestern white men can just stay to themselves. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Keep a distance. I will take anybody else any time of the day. And I'm definitely not getting <laughs> on some bodies of waters with you. Oh. No. And your no. fucking Michelob Ultras. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, some guy was following me really closely. I was leaving the grocery store and I like full on turned around and was like walking backwards. <laughs> I was like, get that. Like, get off of my back. No. I see you. Oh my God. Ugh, white Special guys. breed. Yeah. Midwestern yeah. white. If they're not like lecherous, they just talk to you too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my neighbors will come over and I'm like clearly doing something very obviously very busy, <laughs> busy. like painting a <laughs> porch you know like mm-hmm. very busy like, oh, i just saw you over here so i'll come over and tell you about <laughs> 900 things like, cool yeah so good to see you oh my god please no and then they'll like bend over backwards to help you when you need help it, and that's it you gotta gotta put in the fucking conversation because they yeah. will yep they come back oh. and they're like Oh, I just built you a plow and plowed your driveway with it. And then now you can have Seriously. this plow I built you. And then also this plow um, pays for your drinks for some reason. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah, I had a battery. My battery died in the parking lot once. And I had like three really nice guys fighting over who was going to jump the battery. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will fucking mm-hmm. throw the hell down to do you a favor. Also, you really don't really have to pay for drinks very often in the Midwest. And it's like a reciprocal thing. It's not just men to women, but women, like people just pay for each other's drinks, which is not something that happens in Portland ever under any circumstance, (laughs) ever. Oh. Like people are very nice in Portland, but they are not particularly helpful. Generous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they will like come together for a cause, but Mm -hmm. on an individual level, you're on your fucking own, man. Mm-hmm. One time, <laughs> or I maybe was... we were just like poor in twenties. You know, we couldn't afford to buy each other drinks. <laughs> yeah, well, now the price of housing out there, nobody can afford mm-hmm. to buy anything. But there was a an instance after I'd moved to the Midwest, and I still own a business in Portland, so I'm there all the time. And I came back, and uh, we were moving offices, and we were moving into this like shared office with other, you know, other people had offices in this building, and. A young woman, probably like 26, was photographing a plate of food in the doorway that I I needed to go through to catch the natural light (laughs) through the doorway. And so I had like a fucking chair and like bags. I'm one of those ADHD people that has to sherp everything in in one trip. Mm -hmm. I I would rather die than take multiple trips. So Mm -hmm. I have, you know, 75, 80,000 pounds of shit in my arms. And she looks at me and she picks up the plate and she shoulders her camera and she steps back from the door. <laughs> she does not open the door. Oh my God. She just gets out of my way. And I was like, this is the exact difference right here between the mm-hmm. Midwest and the West Coast. Right. And they are beautiful, wonderful, many, many generous kind loving things about the west coast way more probably than the midwest when it comes down to it but that is not one of them (laughs) (laughs) so true (laughs) in the midwest like nine dudes would have run Mm -hmm. taken all the stuff opened the door kicked the door down with their Mm -hmm. fucking boots (laughs) yep yep anyway this is not east coast west coast midwest rivalries because i love all three Ver- yes zones i love the mountain zone i love mm-hmm. all of the zones yep De- east deep south all love the south oh the south is my favorite get mm-hmm. out of here don't even get me started yeah i should have been born in the south yes but i'm a hoosier midwesterner so i will open your door and i will pay for your drinks and <laughs> i will generously share the names that you have also generously yes. shared with me it's name time okay i'm going to dive into some of these names that our darling listener that giant massive heap of names that they shared and I'm just going to have to get through these a little at a time and like make a little marker where Heck I am. Yeah. Because there's good. so many. Starting with Harry Keister. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You guys, I don't know how we're all going to get through this. Find a friend, hold their hand because you're going to need their support to survive through these this pile of names. Teddy Stiffy. <laughs> what? For real. <laughs> No, that's not real. 
not to be stiffy. <laughs> not to be overshadowed by Clint Dingus. <laughs> if I had the last name Dingus, oh. it's my favorite put down. <laughs> if I call you a Dingus, I really don't like you. <laughs> I think you are very dumb. <laughs> have the name clint dingus oh my god mm. Dwayne rump <laughs> johnny tickle <laughs> kidding me all right three more from this pile and then i'm gonna come back to it later george mchorney <laughs> not just horny mchorney horny oh my god richard wad sack <laughs> Swear, I'm. I think this person like made these up because they're too too so good. Brilliant. Either way, either way. Dick Wadsack, and then James Fluckinger. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna make a mark, and then I'm gonna go to. Okay, these are the ones that other people have sent in this week. It's still so many. Erica, spelled A I R W R E C K. W-K-C-A Smith. Air Rekka Smith. Wow. I know. Points for Unique. innovation. Yes. Yeah. Rowan Joe gets down often. <laughs> <laughs> I am speechless. What? Rowan Joe gets down often. Gets I down swear. often? Is yes. It like all one word? Yes. Last name gets down often? Gets down often. Is it spelled like it? Yeah. Gets down often. Wow. Sancho rides at the door. What? I know. These are happening? like These are like vignettes. These are like song lyrics, these names. Each individual song there is a sonnet, in my opinion. Yeah. Norma? Pretty on top yellow meal. Come on. <laughs> I just don't even believe it. I know. I'm Sherry has no horse. Oh, well, no. she's smart because you know what yes. happens? Yeah. Bad things. Good for you, Disappear Sherry. Disappear in Lake Michigan. Good for you. Okay, stay off of a horse. You don't need one. There's Onacock, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I that's where I live. Sure do you, you sure do. Gum Lick Road. Muddy Puppy Road. Oh. Paint Lick, Kentucky. Schick Shinny, Pennsylvania. What? What's happening? How do you get to live in Schick Shinny, Pennsylvania? Um, and then, I don't know what that one is. Uh, the last name Troublecock. Mm-hmm. 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 It's also my last name. <laughs> yes, it is. You live in Onacock, Virginia. Uh, there were sisters named Misty Fawn and Frosty Dawn. Oh, my God. I know. Just like my best friend Don Fields from middle school. Uh, somebody knew a man who named their kids Billy and Billita. Yes, Bill. Yes. Yes. Yes, Winifred, Fred. Man. Uh, here for it. What would be the worst, like if your name was Kevin and you named your daughter like Kevina? No, it's mm-hmm. kind of cool. I'm yeah, I'm okay with it. Brianna. Yeah, that's a name. God, I'm <laughs> sure. I'll have to think on it. I feel like there's some. Is there a name? This... That, is there a man's name that is impossible to make into a female name? That's what I want to know. You know? Mm-hmm. I'll like, think on it. Yeah. Like Derek or, yeah. And guys, yeah. what do you think? C- please, I challenge mm-hmm. you. Can you mm-hmm. come up with a man's name that is impossible to turn into a female name? Hey, before um, I forget, did yeah. we ever say, one of our listeners on Twitter sent us a message with the name Dick Button? Dick Button? I, I think we, we said Dick that Button. Okay. If we didn't, Dick Button. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clydeen Lingle. Yes, 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 yes. Everything about Clydeen Lingle. Everything about Clydeen Lingle. Um, Somebody said, I can't remember the girl's last name, but her first and middle names were Suck Fanny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Probably Suk Fanny. S U K. Suk Fanny. Hugh Grant's middle name is Mungo. His his full name is Hugh Mungo. <laughs> oh my god! And last but not least, I saw this on TV somewhere. Kelly motherfucking pickle. <laughs> Kelly pickle. Kelly pickle should marry Johnny Tickle. <laughs> Hyphenate it. Kelly Tickle Pickle. Tickle Pickle. <laughs> you guys. Oh, those are good ones. Oof. Don't ever stop. Don't Please ever don't stop. Ever stop. So much joy is being spread throughout the land. <laughs> Can we just remember it real quick? Richard Wadsack. <laughs> George McCorney. What is happening? What is, I don't even know. <laughs> what oh, else do we have? Boy. Shouty outies for the yeah we got some shouty outies. All right, let's give our little patrons a shout out. Thank you so much, you guys, for seriously us be ever closer to living off of this podcast. Seriously, we really, just want to live off of this podcast. Help us do that so we mm-hmm. can always do this for you. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. We don't right. need a lot of money, but we need. Nope. Money. Uh, a couple of them. A couple of the dollars. A <laughs> couple of the monies, please. <laughs> Who's given us a couple of Thank their monies you this month? so much to Lori M. Lori Montague. Lori <laughs> mounts the mountain. She mounts it upon the mountain. She maneuvers her way through many, many monstrous... What's a word that's like challenge, but it starts with M. Uh, hmm. I think she could just maneuver maneuvers. She maneuvers her way through many, many maneuvers. <laughs> mighty, mighty maneuvers. And do you know what? She comes out on the other end. Mercifully. Mm, miraculously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Made of magic. Made of Magic! <laughs> well, you used up all your M words, but we also need M. to say mm-hmm, we need to say thank you so much to Stephanie M. Okay, well, Stephanie might want you to mind your own business. <laughs> she might want you to marry your own self. She might <laughs> want you. To mind your own business because she's too <laughs> darn busy being everything that she ever wanted to be. And she doesn't want to marry you. She thinks you should marry your own self because she don't need you. She does not need you. She's good. She's really, really she's good. Really she's good. fine. So keep stepping. Goodbye. Oh, thank you so much to Dan W. Dan, why have I never seen a Dan so beautiful before? Why have I never laid my eyes on a Dan that I loved as much as I love this Dan? I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. Oh, thank you so I have much. A, I have a sneaking suspicion, though, why I love the stand so much. <laughs> Lots of reasons. Well, so many. I'm so overwhelmed by them, I can't begin to sort them out. Uh, thank you so much to Caitlin R. Caitlin, really, really, listen, Caitlin, I really, really want to tell you something. I've been watching you, kid. I like what I see. You've got Moxie. You've got flare you've got everything you need keep going do it you got it you know it you're good don't ever stop fucking don't period or do if you get tired because you can do whatever the fuck you want you're gonna be fine either way no matter what you got this girl (laughs) uh last but certainly not least thank you so much to Lola J. Yep, she saved that one for last because you know you know what I'm doing right now? Crossing my arms over my shoulders. Uh, my eyes are X's. My tongue is out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Totally. 
probably dead. I died of a name Lola. <laughs> As just just like all horses should be named Hank, all people should be named Lola. All people. I would love to meet men named Lola. I would love to meet non-binary people named Lola. Mm-hmm. Especially Lola. non-binary people should all be named Lola. I, that is a decree I am putting in place. If you are non-binary, your name is Lola because <laughs> you're so already <laughs> fabulous. You're already so much closer and more connected to the divine than the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And so is the name Lola. Period. End of story. It's the name of all humans from now on. Sorry, Marg. No, that's okay. Your name is now Lola. <laughs> this done. podcast, I am Lola Eck. And Sadie's Lola Eck, and our co-host is Lola, uh-huh. and all, everyone is Lola. Okay, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> all of you and now, and now all the names is just going to be Lola that you send me. <laughs> Lola, Unless you're Lola. a horse, and then it's Hank. <laughs> yeah, yes. So you can start sending me animal names, but if you send me a horse name, it's going to be Hank. So. Yep. Might get a little redundant, but it's worth it because then everyone you meet is going to be named Lola and every horse is going to be named Hank. And that is a service that I feel like we need to do for the world. Yep. And you know what else? Chill it out. Chill it out. Be cool. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just as I was sitting here going through the list on Patreon. Yeah. uh, A notification came through that my good friend, Alan, who's from high school, just signed up for another year of our Patreon. Thank you, like, Alan. Like, big bucks. Thanks, Alan. So you get an extra shout out. You darling, darling man. What how's merch your, do you How's want? your house? Yeah. If you go to our Patreon party, we talked about Alan's house. That's right. Did you sell it? Yeah. Is it going okay? You don't need to if you don't want to, because you're no. fucking the best. No yep. matter what. No matter what your house status is. Yep. Give us more money and we'll pay your down payment. <laughs> Sadie. He's not very good at business. Say, so no. rein it in. You said too much. You've gone too far. It's not how this works. No. Color radios. It's a wonder why I'm not a millionaire. Sadie's so going to start RAC, the direct competition with RCA. They're going to sell color radios, and she's also going to start a mortgage business. Where listen, listen. All of be- They Will Kill's Patreon money goes to pay other people's down payments for no reason. <laughs> I mean, why not? Uh, Step one, start color radio. Step two, (laughs) pure profit. (laughs) Have you ever heard the vibrant sounds of a color radio? (laughs) Leave it to us, y'all. Anything else? Uh, No, I am just forever grateful to be here. Me too. I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I've been really, really focused on like, this is what I want. This is where I want. I feel more myself, probably cry about it, but doing this podcast than anything else I've done in my life. And it's wild. And um, I'm just really grateful for it. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, Courtney. I mean, Lola, thank you all the rest Lola, of you Lola, you're the best, Lola. Thank you for yeah. being here. And I could not agree more. Right now I have to do a bunch of my other job, mm-hmm. and more than I've had to do in a long time. And I'm kicking and screaming every step of the way because all I want to do is this fucking podcast and my other podcast. Please leave podcast if you mm-hmm. like more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I love it. And I love you guys. And it makes me so happy. And you make me so happy. So much. So, so. thank you. Yeah, we'll see you guys real soon. And we will. And if you want to find more of us, you can go to our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube. If you want to see my shirt, Mm -hmm. go check out my flowery hoodie uh, and Twitter at theywillkill. You can go to our website, theywillkill.com. You can email us, theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe, please. Yes, we just got the fucking bombest ass review. God, you guys are so good at it. And thank you so much for doing it. So kind. Yep. Thank you, AJ Bergantz, for your music. Thank you. <laughs> that's our new, he, that's our new he jingle. Uses, <laughs> he's going to use that for his next hit. And guess what I'm going to do? What? Sue him if he uses oh, that. Right. I did not license that <laughs> to him. I forgot. You oh. heard it here. God, no way, AJ. You're going to get <laughs> fucking sued. And your twins. Baby toddlers. <laughs> oh. 
Uh-uh. Starting to walk now. They can just walk right into the yeah. courtroom by themselves. Walk right into that deposition. <laughs> Where were you? Willow or whatever your name is. <laughs> you little bitch. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. We gotta okay. go. <laughs> um... <laughs> And remember, don't, don't go call, call baby toddlers bitches. bitches. No. <laughs> Say it together. Don't, don't call toddlers bitches. <laughs> Guys. Don't do it. Words to live by. Well, Stay out of the lake. Don't call toddlers bitches. True. Luckily, uh, my little niece's name is not Willow, so we're good. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Willow's a- we love you guys. We love you guys. Goodbye. Good, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>